Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member by Abraham Goldar and today Mitzrayim Nazir Daf Mem Hey the sixth parak Shoshamini. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next mission states Tichachas at Tahara Ketzad. How is the shaving of a Nazir in Tahara done? Hayem maybe Gimel Behemos Chatas Ola Veshlamim. He brought three animals, a Chatas and Ola and a Shlamim. Veshochet as a Shlamim Magaleachalem. He shakes the Shlamim first and shaves after it, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Belazar says, He would only shave after the chattas, because the chattas takes precedence everywhere. So it's the first carbon brought here as well. They both agree that the shaving follows the first carbon, but disagree which carbon is first. Reviewed as sources explained in the Gemara. The Mishnah adds, If he shaved after any of the three carbonas, he is yotze. Point number two, Abraisa provides a source for shaving after Shlomim. The Nazir shall shave at the entrance of the Olamoed. The Pasuk actually refers to the Shlomim teaching that the shaving follows it because the words Pesach Olamoed are written about a Shlomim's Shechita. The Pasuk is not teaching a location for the shaving, but this sequence. The Brisa then explains why we do not interpret it as literally requiring shaving at the entrance of the Olamoed. Imken derk mizayonu. If so, it would be a disgraceful behavior. Vyosha provides a source. The Torah said, Do not ascend my Mizbech on stairs to avoid disrespecting the Mizbech. All the more so, disgraceful behavior such as shaving at the entrance of the Olamoed. Rabbi Yitzhak gave another reason. Since the Torah describes taking the hair alongside placing it under the fire of the Shlamim, described in the next Mishnah, this teaches that which only requires taking and placing on the fire, excluding this case which requires taking, bringing, and placing. Since the Shlamim can be cooked anywhere in Yushalayim, limiting the shaving to a specific location would require additionally bringing the hair to the fire's location. And point with you, the next mission states, He would take the hair of his Nazar head and cast it on the fire under the pot cooking a shlamim. If he shaved in the provinces, meaning outside Yushalayim, he would not cast his hair under the pot. Since the shlamim had to remain in Yushalayim, placing the hair on the fire would require an additional activity of bringing, which the Gemara taught cannot be done. This Tana adds that the hair is only placed under the pot for a Nazar Tahor, but not for a Nazar Tameh. In a bright they explain that only when the shaving is Nasa Kmitzvaso, performed in the prescribed manner, is the hair placed on the fire. Rav Mer says, All Nazim would cast their hair under the pot, except for a Nazar Tameh who shaved in the provinces. He explains in the Bryce that in this case, the hair is buried. The Bryce quotes a third opinion of Yehudu who holds that all cases of Nazar Tahor place their hair on the fire, and all cases of Nazar Tameh do not. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states, How is the shaving of a Nazar in Tahara done? He brought three animals, He shakes the shlamim first and shaves after it, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Belazar says, He would only shave after the chattas, because the chattas takes precedence everywhere. So it's the first carbon brought here as well. They both agree that the shaving follows the first carbon, but disagree which carbon is first. Reviewed as sources explained in the Gemara. The Mishnah adds, If he shaved after any of the three carbonas, he is yotze. Point number two, Abraisa provides a source for shaving after Shlamim. The Nazir shall shave at the entrance of the Olamoed. The Pasuk actually refers to the Shlamim teaching that the shaving follows it because the words Pesach Olamoed are written about a Shlamim's Shechita.
The Pasuk is not teaching a location for the shaving, but this sequence. The Bryson then explains why we do not interpret it as literally requiring shaving at the entrance of the Yoamoet. If so, it would be a disgraceful behavior. Ryoshi provides a source. The Torah said, do not ascend my Mizbech on stairs to avoid disrespect to the Mizbech. All the more so, disgraceful behavior such as shaving at the entrance of the Elamoet. Rabbi Yitzhak gave another reason. Since the Torah describes taking the hair alongside placing it under the fire of the Shlamim, described in the next Mishnah, this teaches that which only requires taking and placing on the fire, excluding this case which requires taking, bringing, and placing. Since the Shlamim can be cooked anywhere in Yushalayim, limiting the shaving to a specific location would require additionally bringing the hair to the fire's location. And point with you, the next mission states, He would take the hair of his Nazar head and cast it on the fire under the pot cooking a shlamim. If he shaved in the provinces, meaning outside Yushalayim, he would not cast his hair under the pot. Since the shlamim had to remain in Yushalayim, placing the hair on the fire would require an additional activity of bringing, which the Gemara taught cannot be done. This Tana adds that the hair is only placed under the pot for a Nazar Tawar, but not for a Nazar Tameh. In a bright they explained that only when the shaving is Nasek Mitzvaso, performed in the prescribed manner, is the hair placed on the fire. Rav Mer says, All Nazim would cast their hair under the pot, except for a Nazar Tameh who shaved in the provinces. He explains in the Brisa that in this case, the hair is buried. The Brisa quotes a third opinion of Yehudu who holds that all cases of Nazar Tahor place their hair on the fire and all cases of Nazar Tameh do not. Alright, so now we go to our Simen of Mem Hay and our standard Simen is Monopoly. Mem Hay Ma Monopoly, like the Monopoly board. So here goes. The Nazar who moved his hairy razor piece on the Tahor Nazar Monopoly board once his first carbon was brought and avoided landing on the Pesach Ohel Moed spot, for it would be a disgrace, was beat by the Tower Nuzzer, who was able to get his clump of hairpiece under the fiery pot spot, which had a picture of a shlumming cooking. Once again, slow motion. The Nuzzer who moved his hairy razor piece on the Tower Nuzzer Monopoly board. Monopoly? That must be one duff. Mem hey, Monopoly. The Nazar moved his hairy razor piece on the Tower Nazar Monopoly board once his first carbon was brought, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Tichlach is a Tahara Ketzad. How is the shaving of a Nazar in Tahara done? He brought three animals, a Chattas, an Ola, and a Shlamim. Rabbi Yehuda says he shakes the Shlamim first and shaves after it. And Rabbi Lazar says he would only shave after the Chattas, Shachatas Kodemus Mikomakum, because the Chattas takes precedence everywhere. So it's the first carbon brought here as well. They both agree that the shaving follows the first carbon, but disagree which carbon is first. So the Nazar who moved his hairy razor piece on the Tower Nazar Monopoly board once his first carbon was brought and avoided landed on the Pesach Olamoed spot, for it would be a disgrace, which reminds us, a Bryson provides the source for shaving after Shlamim. The Gilach HaNazar Pesach Olamoed. The Nazar shall shave at the entrance of the Olamoed. But Shlamim HaKasmadavr, the Pesach actually refers to the Shlamim, teaching that the shaving follows it, because the words Pesach Olamoed are written about a Shlamim's Shechita. The Pesach's not teaching a location for the shaving, but this sequence. The Bryson then explains why we do not interpret it as literally requiring shaving at the entrance of the Olamoed. Im Ken Derch if so, it would be a disgraceful behavior.
So the Nuzzer who moved his hairy razor piece on the Tower Nuzzer Monopoly board once his first carbon was brought and avoided landing on the Pesach Ohomod spot for it would be a disgrace was beat by the Tower Nuzzer who was able to get his clump of hair piece under the fiery pot spot which had a picture of a shlumming cooking which reminds us more brings the Machokas when the Nuzzer's hair is placed on the fire of the shlumming. So once again, the Nazar moved his hairy razor piece on the Tower Nazar Monopoly board once his first carbon was brought and avoided landing on the Pesach Ohomod spot for it would be a disgrace, was beat by the Tower Nazar who was able to get his clump of hair piece under the fiery pot spot, which had a picture of a shlamim cooking. All right, so now it's time for four blah Daf Mem Alf. So the simmer Daf Mem Alf is a grandma. So here goes. The hairy grandma, grandma, that must be more Daf Mem Alf, grandma. The hairy grandma who told her Matsora Nazar grandson to make sure the barber uses a nice razor to shave all the hair off Rosho, which reminds us Rabbi Yezzer's source that a Matsura shaves with a razor is Rosho. So the hairy grandma who told her Matsora Nazar grandson to make sure the barber uses a nice razor to shave all the hair off Rosho and to tell him to override the prohibition of rounding his entire head, which is generally not permitted, which reminds us, according to the Rabbanan, Rosho teaches a Matsura shaves in violation of a Kafas Rosh. So the hairy grandma who told her Matsura and Nazar grandson to make sure the barber uses a nice razor to shave all the hair off Rosho and to tell him to override the prohibition of rounding his entire head, which is generally not permitted, gave him a new pair of tzitzes a shotness. Where? Which reminds us, the source for Ase Doche Lose, Kondor is learned from Gidilim Tzitzes, as the Bryce states, Well, Tilba Shatnes, you shall not wear Shatnes, and the following Pasuk commands attaching Tzitzes to a garment. HaGidilim Taselocha, Mehem, but twist the cords you shall make for yourself from them, meaning you shall make Tzitzes of Shatnes. Daf Mem Beis, so the similar Daf Mem Beis is a mobster. So here goes. The Nazar mobster, mobster, that must be more on Daf Mem Beis. The Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, which reminds us Rava asked what the halacha is in a case where Nazar shaved and left over two hairs and he then shaved one and the other one fell out. So the Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life. Which reminds us, the next mission states that a Nazar may shampoo his hair with cleansing agents and separate his hairs, but he cannot comb them. The Gemara explains that this mission reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon who holds Davashem Gavin Mutter, something which is unintended is permitted, meaning it's permitted to perform an act which may cause an unintended transgression. Here too, although some hair may be removed inadvertently through the shampooing act, it is permitted. Still, combing is forbidden, as Gemara explains, anyone who combs intends to remove dangling hairs. So the Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life, but bumped right into the hitman named Cohen, who was carrying one corpse on his shoulder while touching another corpse. Which reminds us, Rava said in the name of Huna that Tuma Tuma Lo, a Nazar who came in contact with Tuma twice, is not Chayv a second time since he was already Tame, and the second contact does not add to his Tuma. Rav Yosef swore that Rav Huna held that he is Chayv. Abai challenged Rav Yosef from a Bryce which says that a Kohen who has a corpse on his shoulder and touches that second corpse is not Chayv for the second Tuma. Rav Yosef responded that our Mishnah proves the opposite by saying that a Nazar can receive multiple Malkas for repeated Tuma. 
but there's no contradiction. Kan bichiburin, kan shuobichiburin. The Bryce is a case of current contact with the first corpse, so the second corpse adds no tumor, whereas the mission is a case of no current contact with the corpse, so the contact with the second one increases his tumor. Daf Mem Gimel. So the simmer Daf Mem Gimel is a magazine. So here it goes. The Nazir tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines. Magazines? That must mean one Daf Mem Gimel. The Nazir tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines, thus becoming Tame, while simultaneously entering a cemetery. Which reminds the Gemara discusses how Tuma and Bia can occur simultaneously, since even if a Nazir was tar when entering an O of a Tuma, he always becomes Tame before he enters the O, no matter how he enters, since most of his body must be inside to be deemed entering. Papa answers, It's a case where he entered the cemetery in a carriage, trunk, or closet, protecting him from Tuma, and his friend came and removed the roof whereby the Tuma and entry occur simultaneously. We should add that he must have assisted in the removal of the roof to receive Malkus. Marbara Ravashi gives a different answer involving a Gosez. So, the Nazir tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines, thus becoming Tame, while simultaneously entering a cemetery. Because he got spooked from a Gosei's lying next to him, which reminds us, two different sources are brought to teach that a Kohen is not forbidden to come in contact with a man until the moment he dies. Reish Lakish says enough Nafkamina between them is a Gosei's, a dying man. Although he cannot be classified as dead, he can be included in the Pasuk Lehechalo, since he can be called a Chalal, a slain person, since most Gosei's die. The Gemara asks for a which clearly states that a person is not matame until he actually dies, and answers that although Tuma is not transmitted, the Kohen still profanes himself by coming in contact with the Goseis. So the Nazir tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines, thus becoming Tame while simultaneously entering a cemetery, because he got spooked from a Goseis lying next to him when he started reading from a magazine article about the burial of a Kohen's father whose head was cut off, which reminds us, Rav Chista quoted Rav, If a Kohen's father's head was cut off, he could not become Tame for his burial. His reason is because the Pasuk says Aviv for his father, which implies, Only when the father's body is whole, but not when it is deficient. So the simmer Daf Mem Dalad is mud. So here goes. The three Nazars who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, mud, that must be on Daf Mem Dalad. The three Nazars who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, one for Tuma, one for shaving, and one for eating from the grapevine, which reminds us the next Mishnah lists the three Isurim of a Nazar, Tuma, shaving, and products of the grapevine, and proceeds to list the various Homers of the prohibitions compared to each other. So, the three Nazars who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, one for Tuma, one for shaving, and one for eating from the grapevine, start to throw mud towards the Tami Naz who shaved on the eighth day and brought his carbonus the same day, which reminds us, the next mission states, Teglachus Tuma Ketzad, how is the shaving for a Nazar Tami done? He would sprinkle on the third and seventh day with Mechatas Megaleach Bishvi and shave on the seventh, who may be Karbanos of Bishmini, and bring his Karbanos on the eighth. If he shaved on the eighth day instead, Rabbi Kiva says he may nonetheless bring his Karbanos on that same day. Rabbi Kiva explains Rabbi Tar from the difference between a Nazar and a Matsur is that by a Nazar his Tahara is dependent on the days, not on shaving, whereas a Matsura shaving is part of the Tahara process. Therefore, the Matsura shaved on the eighth day, he must be Tobal again afterwards and is not Tahor until sunset, delaying his Karbanos to the ninth. So, the three Nazars who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, one for Tuma, one for shaving, and one for eating from the grapevine, start to throw mud towards the Tami Nazu shaved on the eighth day and brought his Karbanas the same day, but missed and splattered the Zav Tful Yom, who was not permitted to enter the gates of Nicanor, which reminds us the more discusses when a Zav, who is a Tful Yom, cannot enter the Machini Lavia. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of ten questions. 
Number one. Which stuff do we learn that there are three who shave and their shaving is a mitzvah, a nazar, mitzorah, and the levim? That's on Dav. Mem. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we learn that Rabbi Kiva holds that if a Tamei Nazar shaves on the eighth day, he can bring his karbanas on the same day? That's on Dav. Mem Dav. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we learn that Nazar does not shave at the entrance of the Elmoed? For that would be a Bizayon. That's on Dav. Mem Hey. Good. Number four. Which stuff do we learn that Nazar may shampoo his hair but not comb it since the purpose is to remove dangling hairs? That's on Dav. Membeis. Good number five. Which of the one, according to the Rabbanan, Rosho teaches that a Matsura shaves in violation of a Kafas Rosh. That's on Duff. Memov. Good number six. Which of the one, how a case of Tum and Bia can occur simultaneously is where another entered the cemetery in a carriage and his friend removed the roof. That's on Duff. Mem Gimel. Good number seven. Which stuff we have a Malchok is when the Nazar's hair is placed on the fire of the Shlamim. That's on Duff. Mem hey. Good number eight. Which stuff does the Mishnah list the various chumras by each of the three Yisurim of a Nazar? That's on Dav. Mem Dav. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss the case where after shaving and leaving two hairs, one was shaved and the other fell out? That's on Dav. Mem Beis. Good number ten. Which stuff do we discuss whether a tichach is a tahara? The shaving of a Nazar and tahara is done after the shechit of a shlamim or a chatas? That's on Dav. Mem hey, excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.